Okay, good afternoon, everybody, and uh, welcome to our, I think we should call it a podcast, uh, here on the Liturgia YouTube channel. We, I, I presume we will call it Liturgia Podcast, and um, this series will be about old believers, uh, about the reforms and, and, and uh, the reforms in Russia in the 17th century, as well as what happened afterwards. So for now, we're calling it Old Believers, simply Old Believers. Um, my name is Philip, and I'm here with my dear friend from uh, from the States who, who might tell, tell us his name. Uh, my name's Justin. It's great to be here with you, Philip. Thank you. And uh, so today we thought about doing like a first introductory um, presentation of what we actually intend to do in the future and try to get our feet wet a bit because this is very new to both of us. We we don't really know how everything works, so please bear with us in case there's some hiccups or bad sound or bad quality. So I thought that we would just start by very briefly introducing the whole core idea we have for this show uh, and, and what we want it to be. Um, so as many of you probably know who are watching this from the beginning, we have a Facebook page dedicated to the old ritualists. Uh, uh, where we have about 1500 members and we came up with the idea because many people are asking a lot of questions in regards to the Russian reforms of the 17th century, the various old believer groups, the various practices, traditions, people involved and so forth. So me and Justin came up with this, we hope it's a bright idea that, um, that we will try to do a podcast about it where we share our knowledge uh, about this topic and uh, if you want to add something Justin you know I mean I think that you know it's definitely an area of interest and it's something that a lot of people you see kind of have this idea that they know the term old believers and it evokes different images. For some, it's sort of the boogeyman of Russian orthodoxy. For some, there's the idea of like the Russian Amish. And so I think that, you know, the hope with the podcast is just to clear up some of those misconceptions and help everyone to have a clearer idea of exactly who these individuals are and how they came to be, their similarities to Russian Orthodoxy as most people know it, the differences, and to just help further that knowledge. Yeah, I think you said it very well. And I think before we get into any deeper, uh, deeper, uh, you know, of us explaining what we want to do, I thought it's, it's good that we introduce ourselves, who we are, and why we are in any position to speak about what we are about, what we are about to speak about. First of all, I hope, uh, I want to apologize in case I mess up some of my English. I'm not a native speaker, I do my best. And I could apologize for Justin because his dialect, American dialect, is very interesting as well. So uh, if you can't understand it, then I'm sorry. <laughs> I had to give it to you, though. Of course. Yeah, so I will start with myself. My name is Philip, and I am a PhD student 
in theology at the St. Sergius Orthodox Theological Institute in Paris, France, where I am right now doing my uh, PhD work in the field of liturgy and church history. Uh, the reason why I have an interest in the old believers and a passion for the old believers, one might say passion in a positive sense, is that I did my master's work on this subject, on the, on the reforms, uh, the Deaconian reforms as we call them in the 17th century, as well as the emergence of the old believers. And, and uh, so I will be drawing most of my conclusions and my knowledge uh, from my own personal research that I did in this field, as well as from my own life, from my own personal life, where, I'm, where I have engaged with various old believers and old ritualists throughout the years. And, and one might say I, I have a soft spot for that, and I even practice it myself to some extent. So this is where I'm coming from, and, and uh, I'll give the word to Justin now to explain where he's coming from. So my name is Justin. I'm a recent graduate as of a couple of weeks ago as we record this podcast from St. Deacon's Orthodox Theological Seminary in South Canaan, Pennsylvania in the United States with my Masters of Divinity. Um, I am a convert to the faith, and shortly after being received into the Orthodox Church, was introduced to the Old Rite through the prayer book that is published by Erie. My spiritual father um, recommended using the prayer book to me and, you know, said that in his opinion it was the best prayer book in the English language that was available. Um, and so that's been what I've used. And so somewhat unintentionally from that time, my own, you know, spirituality has been informed by the um, old rite and the pious practices thereof. So that's really been where my interest comes from, although as, you know, something I think my seminary classmates would say of a liturgical geek, the liturgical practices of the old rite and how they differ are also um, of interest. It was a common question, somewhat jokingly, in our liturgics classes for people to say, while looking towards me. So what do the old ritualists do here? Um, so, you know, I think for myself doing this podcast, and, you know, I'm sure probably, Philip, that you would agree that it feels very odd in one sense because in many ways I still feel like there are a lot of questions I have to be answered, but then at the same time, I find myself lately more often than asking the questions to be answering them. So at some point, you know, it has to be like, well, maybe I can answer some people's questions while still asking my own. And that's what led to agreeing to do the podcast. Yeah, I would I would agree with you, and 
I, I think it is very important for us to point out straight away that while I do believe we have some knowledge in this field, it is far from complete. And I wouldn't call us, at least myself, as, as some, some great authority in this field. I think we, we are trying to approach this very humbly uh, and we are trying to, to present what we know. And we might be wrong sometimes. Sometimes, hopefully, we are, we are correct. And, and um, so I just think it's important for us to, to, to acknowledge this, that we are not infallible and, and we do not claim to be. So, uh, and just to point out the reason why we, we call this page liturgia, liturgia, or however you want to pronounce this, is simply because of our love, first of all, for the liturgy, but also how much the liturgy means in our faith, whether we are, whether we are, whether we are old ritualists or not, this uh, Eastern Christendom, Eastern Orthodoxy is very much based around the liturgy. It's a central part of our being as human beings. So I think that's why this, this name was very fitting. So everything we speak about will not be liturgy, but in some way it always is, right? When you're Orthodox. It, absolutely. And, you know, the in Orthodoxy, it's, it's hard to separate the liturgy from the Tipikon or the Ustav in Russian parlance. And, you know, as the interview with His Grace um, Vladika John of Caracas, you know, where he said that anyone who loves the Tipikon of the church has already started taking steps towards being an old ritualist. And so maybe it's in that love for liturgy that any of us who are Orthodox can find common ground with the old rite and its expression of Orthodoxy. Yes, uh, I would completely agree with you. And uh, I think we, we should now try to outline what our plans are, our visions, our aims with all of this is and are, uh, so if I, I'll start, I, I, the, the, the core idea that I had is that this topic is still very obscure in the West and especially in the English speaking world, there's very little liter literature, literature available. There's, uh, there's not so much that is easily acceptable, uh, accessible to people who do not speak Russian. Uh, and uh, this was actually the first, um, the first trigger, so to speak, in my mind that we should do something audiovisual because this is what, what our generation is used to. And, and I think it's very accessible to a lot of people. They can watch it, they can listen to it. And, and this is, I think, the first uh, goal that I had was simply to bring it to the people uh, because through our Facebook page, we have seen that there's many people who are fascinated, who want to learn. And they always ask which books to read. And there's just a few books in English and then there's a stop. And, uh, and hopefully we will try to engage with, with, with these topics in such a way so that this, this barrier disappears at least partially for people in, in, in the West. And by West, I basically mean non-Russian speakers, not just Americans. So uh, what do you want to add, my friend? Well, and I think that some of, you know, what 
we can hopefully address in the podcast is why any of this really sort of matters to anyone who is Orthodox, who maybe, you know, doesn't attend an old right parish or doesn't intend to incorporate any of the old right practices into their personal life. And, you know, first of all, we should say that we're not here as a spiritual lecture. We're not here to give spiritual advice. But at the same time, you know, one of the things that I think is very telling about any religious body is what they refer to sort of as their great schism. In the West, the great schism is the period of the Avignon papacy, um, or papacy. The In the East, it's the schism between the East and Rome, and then to the Russians, the great schism, or just the schism, the Raskol, is the division between the old believers and the canonical Russian Orthodox Church, um, or the Nikonians, as the old believers would call us. And so for that to be identified as the schism in the Russian mind, I think speaks to an understanding of just how formative this is in Russian practice and also helps. We have a tendency to divide orthodoxy into Greek versus Russian and which of those two poles people align with and maybe an understanding of this topic will help to see that there's really not as much difference there as people sometimes think. Yeah, yeah, I would definitely agree with you. And we have to just have to thought, uh, you know, make sure that people understand this is not a spiritual lecture or, and it's also not a debate show. You know, we are not here to, to engage in polemics. We really, really want to make an attempt to show everything we speak about as objectively as possible. And I think now is a good time to actually dive into what we want to speak about and, and give you an overview of what, what, what you could expect from the coming episodes. And, and I believe that uh, it's only proper to start at the beginning with the reforms or even before them uh, to look at the context context of uh, of the time when these reforms in Russia happened, what triggered them, who was involved. And I think we will slowly move chronologically from there. We will, we will, we will spend some episodes speaking about broader things and some episodes could be about one person like Protopope Abakum, for example, the famous old believer saint venerated by many old believers or Patriarch Nikon. So, so I think what you can expect is we will focus on the historical events. We will, we will, we will try to demonstrate the various changes that were that were introduced, um, uh, or or corrections, as some might say. You know, we will delve into these questions: is it changes, is it innovations, is it corrections? 
we will do our best to, to try to present the various sides in these arguments to you and, and, and simply, as we go, show everything chronologically up until today. Because once we are done with the, with the pure historical part of the 17th, 18th century, we will definitely move forward to the, to the modern old believer groups. And here I want, to, I want to tell you that we will also try to invite some people, some guests, for example, from the various communities, old believer communities, or maybe scholars who are experts in this field who are much more knowledgeable than us. So, so I, I hope I summarize it and maybe you could, you could uh, build upon what I just said and explain even more. Well, and I mean, I think one of the things important to say, especially as we move into the modern era and considering the contemporary old believer groups that are out there, is that even though we will attempt to approach each group objectively and fairly, that, you know, what we say about any of these groups should not be taken as an endorsement of these groups. And that while they would say the same about us, that, you know, from a standpoint of the canonical Russian Orthodox Church, we do view these groups as schismatic or in some cases heretical. And so, you know, even though we will try to approach them objectively and fairly, we, that approach should not be taken as an endorsement of those groups. And, you know, part of the question here just as terminology that we should clear up as we get ready to go into our various episodes is the question of what do we mean by an old believer? What is an old ritualist? And so when we refer to old believers, we refer to those who are the descendants um, at least spiritually, oftentimes um, genealogically, of those who rejected the reforms that took place in the Russian Orthodox Church under Patriarch Nikon and following Patriarch Nikon in the 17th, mid-17th century, starting in the 1650s through the 1660s. And these groups developed in various lines and is very much an umbrella term. But we would, the, the term old believer um, covers all of these groups who may not call themselves old believers and may not recognize one another even as old believers. Um, so it's far from being a homogenous group. And then you have old ritualists, which is sometimes used to refer to those who maintain the old rites, but within the realm of the canonical Russian church. And so because of the fact they maintain the same faith as the canonical church, while 
practicing the older rite, they are sometimes referred to as old ritualists instead of old believers. Um, we'll throw around other terms um, as episodes go on. Popovci, Bies Popovci, Yedina Verci, etc. But all of them fall under those kind of two terms, ultimately. Yeah, I'm happy you, you brought that up, even if briefly. And, and we will, of course, in each episode, make clear what, what we mean by what we are saying. I think this is, this is very important, not to simply put everyone under one umbrella. Uh, yet we do it in a way because it's, 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 it's what they're known in the West, right? They are known as old believers, uh, various old believers groups, old believer groups. So uh, as we go along, we will, we will clarify it even more and, and try to present the different groups and what, what's the differences and so forth. So, um, and I'm also happy you pointed out that uh, we are most likely by some old believers seen as Nikonians and not old believers, and, and we do not claim to be old believers. And I think this is important to, to, to make clear so there's no confusion of who we are and what we stand for. Uh, we do love the old believers, we do love the old right, but as pointed out, um, we are who we are. And, um, and this is important to remember. And uh, if you feel done with this part of summing up what we want to do, I thought we could move on maybe. Absolutely. Uh, so as you can see, we are, we are actually, I think Justin is using his phone. I'm using my, my laptop camera and we have big, big headsets and we don't look very professional. And, uh, you know, we are learning as we go. And hopefully if people cling on to this and there, if anyone even watches it, then, then, you know, we will think about maybe investing in some better equipment. So forgive us if, if, if the sound is bad or it looks strange. And also before my dog attacked me. So if you wonder why I looked down a bit, it's because I had to defend myself. So, uh, yeah. And with that as said, I would also like to mention that we, we would very much want to involve you guys who are watching this as much as possible because this this desire for this this endeavor for me came about because I saw so many people asking about various aspects of of the old believers just to summarize it simply and for this reason uh, we, we, we would we would love to dedicate the end of every episode just simply answering some questions or if we get some very interesting questions we can even make a whole episode about one question if it's, if it's a popular one so so we would encourage everyone and anyone who, who, who is watching this to, to just write the questions in the comments in the YouTube channel or simply, you know, write them in the, in the Facebook group. And you can find the Facebook group by simply searching old ritualists. And, and, and if you, if you do that, then you will, you will find, you will find this Facebook group. Uh, and there we have 1500 members and, and there you could also ask questions that we could bring up. Uh, bring up here the plan for the future is again if anyone is watching to maybe do it live with, with, with some questions from people while, while we stream it live but you know we first and foremost want to see if, if this would even be beneficial and, and pleasing to anyone <laughs> so so we are very you might think and say that we are maybe too cautious but really I think this is the only approach we can we can have and and uh, 
we can uh, we can only move forward that way. So, do you want to add something? Um, no, I think you said it all well, and that you know, like you said, we really invite listener feedback, listener questions. Even though we're not doing this live at the moment, we do want to make it as interactive as possible. Um, and, you know, if this show, which it is, is intended to help people understand the old believers and the old ritualists, then part of that is people being able to ask the questions of where they're confused. And, you know, sometimes the answer may be, we have that planned for a future episode. Sometimes it may be an easily answered question in a already planned episode. So um, please, you know, leave us comments. Let us know what you would like to hear us cover. Yes, exactly. And just to clarify, the, the Facebook page is Russian Orthodox Old Ritualists. So if you just put that in your search bar, you can you can apply and become a member. We do have it closed because we, we do want to keep it on the subject. But but if, if we see a big increase of people, of people wanting to join, we just make it open. That's fine. Could, could we even put a link to that in the video description? Yeah, I, I didn't think about that. Definitely we can do that. And I also run uh, Old Ritualist Instagram page uh, on Instagram. <laughs> uh, and we'll put that, we'll put all the links necessary for you to, to contact us and, and participate in the YouTube video. And hopefully we'll try to put this on podcast services. We are new to this, so uh, we'll see how all of that goes. But at least this will be available on YouTube. That, that's for sure. We already have the, the page set up. So, so uh, yeah. And uh, if you don't want to add some, anything, I think we, we, we could call it a day and, and, simply, and, simply, and simply say that we hope to, within the next week, come, come with the first episode. Uh, and that's the thing as well. Both me and Justin, uh, we have our lives. Uh, <laughs> by what I mean by that, we have other responsibilities and there might be periods of time where maybe we won't be able to do a show every week. Some weeks you we might be able to do two. So, so we just want to apologize and, 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 and make it clear that, that, that we will do our best to, to bring one each week and hopefully we'll be, we'll be able to do that. Good. Absolutely. So uh, thank you, everyone who listens for listening. And thank you, Philip, for the idea of doing this. Um, I look forward to future episodes with you. And let's go have a good rest of our day, hopefully. Yes, hopefully. Yes, thank you as well, brother, for joining. And thank you all for, for watching and listening. And as the old believers would say, Spasi Christos, which is basically Christ saves. But it's their way of saying thank you. So, spasifistos to Justin and spasifistos to all of you. And God bless you all. And, and we'll hopefully, we'll see each other soon again. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.